Welcome back to The Golden Wong Show. I'm Amy Kaur, Executive Vice President of Culture and Agent Development at App Properties. And I'm excited to be back with App Properties co-founders, Mike Golden and Thad Wong. Today, we're going to talk about tech because it's a huge part of App Properties and the real estate world in general. It would be an understatement to say a lot has changed since we first talked about tech on this show in 2019. So let's jump right in. Let's Mike. do this, Amy. Yeah. Are you ready? I am I ready. am so happy to see you. I am so happy to be here. You have no idea. If you were living inside my body right now, you'd be cheering with joy. <laughs> hey, Mike, what about you? I'm also singing and dancing inside, just doing it quietly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So let's get into this. So a lot has changed in uh, a year and a half. And I know back in 2019, when we were talking about tech, the world was obviously in a very different place from where we are today. So I want to hear from you and Thad, maybe you can jump in. You know, how's the pandemic changed at Properties tech strategy? And did it really influence the tools we've rolled out since COVID? You know what? It's interesting. You know, I wouldn't say that te- the pandemic changed our tech strategy because the pandemic didn't change how people looked at homes, how they bought homes. Now they spent more time online and maybe would narrow down their search to fewer homes and they wouldn't physically go into homes that they knew they wouldn't buy. But our strategy has been well in place for the last decade. And so rolling out initiatives to make that process more efficient, to save our agents time, to save our customers time, and to bring more information quickly and readily available at the time of need has always been our strategy. So we've got a laundry list of projects probably a year and a half deep, and it's been that way for a decade. And I do think, though, that COVID allowed the opportunity to really focus on tech. Wouldn't you say? I mean, we rolled out a ton at Opens. We really focused on Ad Academy, uh, my favorite, the digital listing presentation. You know, there was a lot that we were able to accomplish. Yeah, there were a lot of things that were in play. And I would say that the period where there was shelter in place, we got a lot done in a shorter period of time. And I would say we restructured our our plan and our flow of exactly what we we're going to roll out. And it worked. You know, we got significant adoption while people were shelter in place. We got them incredibly engaged on their CRM and the integration of our platform. And by doing that, I think when we rolled out the digital listing presentation and at opens, we were able to do open houses. We now have significantly more agents, not just using platform in the DMS, but using all of the spokes that we provide. Yeah, I think people had the time to really focus on our technology as well when they were at home. And then it kind of continued on from there. And, you know, I do know that technology has been a really big focus for us. And I know with at Properties, our technology team has more than doubled in size over the last year. You know, Mike, what's next for platform? What are we going to be seeing? Oh, you're going to see a lot roll out over the next year. Doubling the size of our group really allows us to accelerate the development of all of the things we have in the planning stages. As Thad noted, we have a laundry list of things, and we are going to be adding lots of new tools to help our brokers engage and improve their business. But maybe the most exciting thing is we're going to be rolling out a consumer-facing platform so that we can provide services directly to the consumers through our technology. I absolutely love that because I think, you know, the need to be uh, at the forefront of technology and bringing it to our agents with speed is really because that's what clients are looking for. I mean, they're on 
the web all the time, already looking at properties, being able to figure stuff out. So I think that's really critical. So dive in a little bit more, Thad, on you know some of the stuff we are going to see with this consumer facing well, stuff. Well, taking platform, which is 100% adoption internally within app properties and bringing it consumer facing is a big deal because it only makes the process more efficient and seamless for the customer. You know, we have a one tick, one location solution for agents to operate all things technology when it comes to the transaction. Creating that for their customer is our new focus. So allowing the customer to go to one spot and see their entire transaction, also interact and get quotes for mortgage, also set up insurance for closing, also choose title, all the ancillary services that are required around the deal, and all the services that we can add to enhance that customer's experience. Like, what are we trying to do? We're trying to enhance their experience throughout the process from search to closing. And more importantly, in my opinion, is increasing the agent's value proposition to their customer after the house close. Because everyone focuses around the transaction, we really want the next stage of platform to focus post-transaction. And what can we bring to the customer after the closing so our agent remains relevant? And we can see, we all know, 85% of people use a real estate agent, but only 15% use that same agent to sell their home. But if you ask them, they would have loved to have used the agent, but they couldn't remember who they were, or there wasn't any reason to remember who they were. And oftentimes, we do send direct mail and we do send gifts, but... True value being brought to the seller from the agent is one of our focuses. It's about being sticky, right? And it's not just, I always say, it's not about the buy and sell. It's really everything in between, right? Sticky in a way that you want it to stay stuck. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not just being sticky, but it's also providing, as Dad said, a greater value proposition overall. We focused the last 10 years on developing technology to make our brokers' lives easier, make it easier for them to run their business, make it more efficient for them. This is the next step of our evolution, to now integrate the consumer in with their business and integrate it all together to make the consumer's journey easier. And It'll just further enhance the value proposition for the agent, but it also enhances the value for the consumer, making their lives easier both during the transaction and post-transaction. And, you know, we are doing a lot in Chicagoland, but there's also some exciting stuff we are now focusing on. We're expanding throughout the country with the launch of new franchise partners, and Platform is a huge driver of that growth. So how has Platform been received in Detroit, in La Crosse, Dallas, and in Indy, and the other new markets that we'll soon be franchising out into? Well, let's remember, we are the only company that offers a contract to close, one-click, one-location solution for our agents. There are a lot of other companies that are trying to build it, but we've had it for a long time. It's integrated with our CRM. It's integrated with everything from our brochure tool to now the digital listing presentation to every aspect of an agent's experience. So being able to bring that to other markets, well, guess what? Those markets don't have that either. So being able to partner with a company that can then give that to the agent where they can have the absolute best software to work with to make themselves more efficient, more profitable, and more successful, that's being embraced. You You can't imagine how much interest there is in that. And then when you combine that with the training and coaching program that you and Kevin run, and also our marketing and culture, you know, there's a lot of interest in a lot of different places. You know, there are a lot of opportunities out there with legacy brands where you get a brand that everyone's heard of. 
Uh, but you don't get much behind that. There's not much behind the screen. Whereas in our case, there's an enormous amount of software that's included. There's a huge programming that integrates our marketing and training and coaching. And a big piece of it is our culture and love. So, so far, so good. There's a lot of interest and we've got some great companies to choose from. And, and just talking about the adoption, the adoption has been spectacular so far. It is something that these companies have been looking for, especially when you are a, a company trying to compete with a national platform. You need all the different pieces, but you just don't have the ability to develop it all yourselves. We're able to provide that end-to-end platform for them, and it's better than what the other national companies have. So the, the adoption's been great. The feedback has been awesome. And you know we're very excited to be able to bring this to other companies nationally. And I will say, I think they're really excited about the tech, the coaching and training, and the marketing. But I think what they love the most, no pun intended, is really the culture. I think it's the people. And I think all of the people that we are really partnering with have kind of that same vibe of, of how you do business, which I think is really exciting. Yeah, they people can feel relationship, right? There are relationships you want to be in, and there's relationships you have to be in. Well, when we bring great value, it's also an enormous bonus when it's a relationship that you want to be in. And they see our culture within the organization. Everyone from our entire company, management, staff, all the way through the relationships that we work on with our agents and what we've developed. And people want that. You know, everyone wants a harmonious, loving place to work where they feel valued and prized. And being able to show other companies and other leaders how to do that, how they can build a real estate company that thrives at being at the forefront of technology and marketing, but also really understands that we've got one life and we want to spend time with people we appreciate. And we feel more fulfilled when we are treating others well. And so focusing on that culture and sharing some of our tips has been appreciated for sure. All right, so I I have a recent survey from, it's according to Inman News, and it found more than 80% of homeowners said they would respond positively to an iBuyer pitch. So I want to talk a little bit about this iBuyer thing that's going on. And the main reason being that they will entertain or respond positively is because of the certainty of a cash offer or really because they want to avoid the concept of time and hassle of selling with an agent, you know, dealing with open houses and showings. The same survey found more than 80% of homeowners are more likely or just as likely to trust information from Zillow than from an agent. So how can agents maintain their value proposition in the face of these types of disruptors like iBuyers and the evolving role we are seeing uh, with Zillow? So I don't think that you know, I don't think iBuyers are new, right? We, if you live in an urban area or even a suburban rural area, you've seen those signs, we buy ugly homes, cash offer. That's what an iBuyer is, except now it's capital that's been invested by funds that are looking for profitability and scale and can lose money for a while. So we've had it there for a long time. As far as trusting Zillow and an agent, everyone trusts Zillow, right? Except one thing they don't trust or they don't like, and that's the Zestimate. Anytime it comes to actually a price or value of their home, they are suspect. So yes, Zillow is providing information that's accurate all over the country and people trust it. But one thing they argue with always universally is what put Zillow on the map with this estimate. So when it comes to iBuyers, I am a big believer that in some markets, agents will begin bringing iBuyer offers and presenting to the seller on the listing presentation. Uh, Not quite Chicago yet because we have such a enormous wide variety of housing stock. It's very hard, but areas like Phoenix, Florida, et cetera. And it is true for some people in a distressed situation, it might work. But under normal situations, a seller is going to look at the gap 
but what the iBuyer is willing to pay for what they can win by updating it and take on some of that they're on their own with the help of their agent by improving their home and capitalizing on the profitability of selling for a higher price. Also, there's that hope. You never know when you're going to find that buyer that just loves your home and they're willing to pay a little bit extra. So the problem with an iBuyer is that the seller who's not in a distressed situation has to give up too much for that certainty, and they usually are not in a rush. So they can test out the waters with an agent, build that relationship is where that trust goes up. So then they trust the agent more because they're working with that agent towards a solution. And I, so I don't look at iBuyers as being a disruptor. They're a new piece of the puzzle that will work with. And I do think agents will integrate with iBuyers in certain markets quickly. I actually think the iBuyer piece can actually help the agent out as well. While you say 80% of, uh, of people are, uh, are open to an iBuyer presentation, that's, you know, it's like saying, well, everything's for sale for a price. So sure, if someone says, I want to make an offer on your house, they'll say, sure, what's your offer? Right. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, why wouldn't they be open to hearing the price? But when you actually get the price and you're like, oh, that's disappointing, um, I, I think a very low percentage of them actually take it unless they're distressed or in situations like that said where maybe it's a track home development and it's very, very easy to pinpoint the price and someone takes a small haircut to get out. But particularly in the markets that we're in, particularly the luxury markets, it's a lot of diverse, um, very, very diverse housing. So it's really hard to pin a price. So the iBuyers, if they're ever going to make money, are going to have to make sure they bake enough of a, of a margin in so that they don't get hurt. Right now, we know they're losing money, but over the long haul, if it's going to be a sustainable business, they got to make money. The only way they're making money is basically inserting them in the transaction and taking another slice of money from the seller. And I actually think the benefit for having the iBuyers in the marketplace is somebody might not necessarily be thinking about selling, you know, at that moment, but if they somehow get uh, somebody to reach out to them, an iBuyer of some sort, it might shift their mindset, right? And so then they get the pitch from the iBuyer and they might think, I'm not in love with this, but hey, now maybe I take a step and I actually explore reaching out to a broker. So in some ways you can look at it as a benefit because it might be bringing potential uh, sellers into the market that might you know, might be on the sidelines. It also affirms the agent's value because when the agent comes in with an iBuyer offer and the iBuyer offer is 400000 and the agent says, but I can get you 450000 it affirms their value in the in the marketplace. So I, I actually think it can work for them, not against them. It also can show if there's an iBuyer that buys a home, improves the home and sells it for top dollar because it's they've made it perfect, that sets a new market top line and more sellers will come into the market and work with agents. They're not going to work with the buyer once that top line is set because there's now more profit in their home. I think you're always going to have some percentage of people that want to try to do things on their own or take the shortcut or figure out the discount. But I do still think that a majority of people want to be guided by an expert. But I think because of this iBuyer environment, you know, it may not be heavy here now, but at some point if the market shifts and there is, you know, a more distressed situation or it slows down, I think it comes back to agents knowing what their value prop is. But in a falling market with an iBuyer, the gap only becomes bigger because the iBuyer has time and they're not, an in, they're not an end user. So they have that time in a falling market. They've got to prepare for that. So they'll only be paying less. Yeah, it's great. It'll be interesting to see, you know, and um, we'll have to keep an eye on it. 
All right, so I want to talk back to some of our uh, technology and some of the tools that we are rolling out for agents. The same time that we debuted the digital listing presentation, the DLP, which is my new favorite for so many reasons, we also unveiled a brand new physical listing presentation that is amazing, really sharp. If you're an agent today, how much of your business do you focus on the tech versus the physical elements? And really some of the more traditional tactics like direct mail or print advertising? You know, I I am a firm believer that if you want to win, you have to be the best at everything. You can't just be the best in one category because in the market, you have buyers and sellers that each have different things that are important to them. So some buyers and sellers might be completely wowed by our tech and some might really not use tech much. And so having the best physical listing presentation on the street and the best digital listing listing presentation on the street creates the highest percentage of success for our agents. So when we talk about being the best in everything, that's what we think of as an organization. How do we create the best marketing, physical and digital? How do we create the best training? How do we create the best culture, the best environment, the best opportunity for an agent to succeed? Because we don't have, we have lots of agents with many things that are important to them. And if we are not the best at everything, they can find a different place. So in, in what we've guaranteed our agents is that no other company will provide something better than what we are providing. And the minute they inform us of it, we'll match it and make ours better. So when it comes to technology, when it comes to everything from a, a hug to an email, you know, ours has got to be exceptional. Yeah, I, I agree with that completely. You know, we, people have always asked us, well, you know, what, what do you do differently that, uh, that sets you apart? And it's not one thing, it's everything. You have to focus on everything. But we think the physical presentation is still incredibly important. When you leave, when you leave someone's home after doing the presentation and they're sitting down, while many of them will get on the computer and look at things online, having a beautiful physical presentation that really shows what you're going to be able to do, I think is still incredibly important uh, when the consumer is making a decision. So, so for the, as that said, for the consumers that just want to focus on technology, great. You can give them the DLP and you've got everything they need, but you have to have that other piece if you're going to be successful in this business. I don't think that we can get away from it. And we've always felt that way. I remember when we first started out, Everyone was cutting back on print advertising because they were trying to save money. And the reality is we doubled down on print advertising because we felt like it was a great opportunity. Um, We feel the same way about continuing to provide a great physical presentation in addition to all of the technology and digital pieces. Yeah, physical is a way of showing I'm putting my money where my mouth is, right? And same thing with brochures. It would be incredibly cost-effective for us to eliminate physical brochures and go all digital, right? But let's remember that that physical presentation of that home is us also announcing to the seller, here is where we're spending dollars and where we're committed to you to present your home in a physical light. Same with the listing presentation and everything else we do. So our goal is to do as good in physical in what we're doing in digital. Because I think some people still really do focus on the physical. I mean, I still have a planner that I write in, even though I put a lot of stuff in my phone. It's for me, it's still being able to see it, write it out. And I just think, you know, it's about being able to offer something for anyone, right? When you are trying to get in front of clients or, or prospect. So we really are kind of laying out every option. And the reality is you should be using it all. And there is a method for doing that. In the listing presentation class that we go through, we do incorporate you using all of it for a client and it does work and it's super impactful. It takes you from being an ordinary broker to an extraordinary broker. If you look at our conversion rate and how 
high, we are beating the market significantly more than every competitor right now. I give a lot of credit to you and Kevin for the Do It Now program and Shelter in Place, but I also give a ton of credit to marketing and tech for the DLP and for the physical presentations. I mean, what our agents are armed with right now in capturing listings is the best by far. And so when you look at what the market is up in every community, we have far surpassed that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we challenge our brokers to be continuing to think about what's next. And I know we focus on that, right? Because whatever we can bring to them is going to create success for them. In yeah, the if long you run. don't know, if somebody asks you the question, what are you working on for the future? And you don't know, that's when there's a problem. <laughs> I always get scared when you ask me that question. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I tell Kevin, we've got to run. <laughs> All right. So what excites you most when it comes to real estate tech and the future of our industry? The thing I find most exciting about the kind of evolution of tech is the opportunities that it provides for companies like ours who are nimble and are willing to change and adapt. You know, we, we saw that um, from when we started our company that, you know, the, the just the internet itself created such incredible opportunity if you were willing to take advantage of it. So it's a, it's it provides opportunity, but you have to be willing to be on the forefront of the change and you have to be willing to adapt and and move as things change. So for us, we're always nimble. We're always looking to improve and, and kind of accelerate our value proposition. So like the opportunities as things um, as things evolve, to me, are like the most exciting because we'll take advantage of them. I, I, I don't know if you can even pinpoint exactly what they'll be in a year or two years, but I can guarantee you that we will be on the forefront of them and we will take advantage of them as they come and as they happen and we'll make sure we're two steps ahead of the competitive competition. I think that's what makes it exciting. And, you know, let's face it, Thad's big word of the year has been opportunity. I not, was just going to say Not that fearless word. opportunity, but opportunity. It's so funny because you were going to, I was going to say the opportunity because right now, you know, we've used technology to enhance the search. Let's say that this is a big problem that was solved over the last 20 years for the consumer. But one of the biggest things we can give the agent, and I touched on it earlier, is improving their value to the consumer post-transaction to increase the likelihood of not only repeat use, but referral. So if we can use technology to do that, and that benefit will also benefit the consumer. If the agent can provide a benefit to the consumer, the lo a lower cost of something, a, a, an opportunity they otherwise wouldn't have, faster delivery, whatever it is, they appreciate that agent and that's how that agent stays relevant. And if we can do that through software and big relationships, that's free. So if we can give that strength to the agent and raise their level of value, to the consumer through software, then we're doing a great job. So to sum it up, I think it the opportunity is to take technology to further or deepen the relationship. Yeah, deepen the relationship by bringing more value post-transaction. So with that, I hope all of you will start thinking about taking over share and the opportunity you're gonna see this fall and into 2022. Mike and Thad, as always, super exciting to be back with both of you. And thanks to all of you who are tuning in. We'll see you next time on The Golden Wong Show. Go Bears. Thanks, Amy. Bye.